Welcome to GRE Snacks, snackable episodes about the GRE exam and graduate school admissions. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable GRE course that includes everything you need to ace your GRE exam. Full textbook, tons of GRE questions backed by our memory-enhancing algorithm, and full-length practice exams. You can try it out for free at achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast gets you 10% off, so be sure to use it. Now, let's get started. Today, we've got Amit Kapoor from Spari Consulting. And Amit, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and your company, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me on board. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, I'm at uh, Sperry Consulting. Uh, firm's been around for about 15 years. We're actually a career management firm. We help elite business professionals make the most out of their careers. Uh, the vast majority of our clients start at the stage where your listeners are at, where you're considering graduate programs, considering MBAs. Uh, and so we work with them to put their best foot forward, uh, find the right programs for them. Uh, and then also foster their success at school and after school uh, to, again, help them achieve uh, as much long-run career success as they can have. Fantastic. Yeah, and so when people are applying to MBA programs, you've seen uh, 15 years, I don't know, thousands of essays is, I think, a decent guess. Um, many, many and thousands. I wonder, yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm wondering... What are the things that really make an essay stand out, right? Like, how do you put your best foot forward when you're applying to these programs? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Probably it's a simple question, but also one of the hardest ones for clients uh, because, you know, oftentimes people, they read stuff on the internet and they, they kind of, you know, read books about, you know, successful HBS essays or successful Stanford essays. Um, and, you know, and those books, you know, ha- have successful essays. But so much of this process is contextual. It depends on your background. It depends on your goals. It depends on which year you're applying to. So one of the things we we try and work early with clients is really helping them understand themselves and what makes them special, uh, why schools would be excited to uh, have them attend their class, uh, and then really bringing that out and that that you that unique aspect uh, in in the uh, in the admissions essays. Um, some schools obviously make it harder uh, than than others uh, to bring out those those special aspects, but that's why it's really important uh, to take your time uh, on the essays uh, and to make sure that you're telling a message that is going to resonate with the admissions committee that's going to make them excited to have you join the class. Yeah, so look, walk me through like the essay process that you have with your clients, right? Um, I mean, obviously, as much as you're willing to share, but I think yep. just like, you know, when you're getting started, it starts all the way at like, what am I even writing the essay about, right? And then kind of goes through like you draft, you edit, et cetera. I mean, let's maybe start from the beginning. Like what when you're thinking of good topics for an essay, and I know that the essays are all a little different now, but there are some ones that are relatively standard. You know, there's something usually to the effect of tell me something about yourself that you haven't mentioned elsewhere. Right. Yeah, like absolutely. what are um, what are sort of some uh, you know topics that you like to hit and things that you like to ask people to kind of like brainstorm for themselves? Yeah. And, and I think I'm glad you mentioned that word brainstorming, because that's probably the most important part of writing an essay is taking the time to actually learn about yourself. Uh, when we work with clients, especially this time of year where people are gearing up for round one applications, uh, the thing we're doing is we've got a lot of diagnostic tools that uh, we use with clients 
uh, to really help them explore what have their life experiences been, what uh, achievements have they done, what results have they driven at various stages, uh, you know, even back to their childhood, what formative experiences make them unique uh, that they can then, uh, you know, stories they can showcase to the admissions committees. Um, so that, that that process of uh, you know using those diagnostic tools, we've designed one called Pro Values that uh, helps uh, people understand what do they value both in, out of their current jobs and their prior jobs, but also what they're looking to to do next. Um, those types of uh, that that type of reflection is really important for clients to learn about themselves, uh, for us to learn and get to know uh, uh, about our clients. So that when they start writing their essays, we make sure that those those themes, those those special aspects of them are coming through in their application materials. So I think that brainstorming, that that uh, that reflection is critically important. You know, we we kind of have the analogy of building that really strong foundation that makes the essay writing you know easier. We tell clients that. You know, writing a you know five hundred word or a you know nine hundred word in the case of HPS essay um, doesn't need to be that hard as long as you know what the right words are. And so that brainstorming, <laughs> that reflection is is really really important. Yeah, I guess I mean, um, to, I just want to dig a little deeper on on that, right? Because I think that for me, the challenging part is not just sort of okay, yes, I need to brainstorm, but it's like what what are they looking for? And I know that you already said like some things, right? Which is like something that's unique to you, something that makes you like special or is something that you're passionate about. But also there's like, if I'm really passionate about watching the 49ers, that's not really that interesting, right? So, I mean, just that's, that's a straw man, but you get the idea. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm curious like what are kind of the the things within the brainstorming that you look at and you go aha that's something that's maybe worth digging into further well you know i'll, I'll challenge you that you know being a fan of the 49ers can be something uh that is interesting <laughs> if you are bringing other people along for it and i don't say that lightly living in seattle uh you know and our teams have, have had our <laughs> moments but uh but it, it it can be uh you know really powerful you know, to give you an example, uh, I, uh, you know, we, we had a client a couple of years ago who ultimately went to Harvard. You know, he was passionate about model airplanes, the kinds that you, uh, the remote control ones, and he'd, you know, go mm -hmm. on the weekend and fly in the park. Um, you know, he, uh, he reached out to a local boys and girls club and said, um, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to the park. I'm doing this anyways. You know, send a van, you know, van full of kids over, happy to, happy to share this hobby with them. You know, some of his planes were military themes, some were, you know, historical references. So he would turn these sessions into, uh, you know, talks about world events and history and aerodynamics and engineering. You know, that's obviously a very nuanced hobby. Not a lot of people have it. I, you know, would bet money that, you know, he's maybe a small, you know, single handful of, you know, people articulating that hobby to his target schools. Uh, but because he was bringing other people involved, you know, along for the ride, he was showcasing <laughs> his community involvement. Um, that was a really powerful uh, kind of differentiator for him. Uh, and, and so, you know, in, in your case, if you were passionate about the 49ers, but maybe 
you know, ran a fundraiser to sponsor bringing kids to a football game and using it as an opportunity to teach them about the business of sport or, you know, organize and meet up with players or, you know, and, and, you know, partnering with their charities to find those win-win situations. Those can be powerful uh, differentiators, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, for people. Um, and, and so the, you know, again, it's something unique the schools will, will hear. So make sure as you're crafting and, and thinking about crafting your essays, you're again connecting with your authenticity. Uh, you know, I, I wish mm-hmm. I could say, you know, hey, here are the top five themes that will get you into Stanford and Harvard. It just doesn't work that way. They really want to learn about you and learn about what makes mm-hmm. you different and what makes you unique and special because they're not trying to craft a class of, you know, homogenous people. They want, uh, you know, people from various, you know, backgrounds. We've worked with people from, you know, who are part of the clergy who have gotten in, who are, you know, sports figures who have gotten in, who, you know, we worked with one person who was working to be an astronaut who got it. Like, there's a multitude of people in addition to, you know, people from finance and private equity and consulting backgrounds. Um, so th- there's no one common path uh, into these schools. It's really about connecting with your authenticity, uh, making sure your essays are speaking to that authenticity, whatever your background. Right. I, I, I like that. I think also, um, I, I mean, something that I picked out of what you're saying, though, which I think is uh, also pretty like a pretty important part of it is it needs to be something that you really acted on and and had an impact with whatever it was right um, yeah it's got Absolutely. you've got to have kind of like dug into this hobby whatever the hobby is or whatever the thing is yeah a- a- absolutely um things that are passive or things that you were a member of uh you know we sometimes have people where they were a member of a committee or a member of a team that's great that's better than nothing but what is the impact that you had did you guide the team toward doing something and it doesn't need to be changing the world, but it's the more, the deeper the connection between your actions and your decisions and the positive impact that was driven from it. That's what the admissions committees are, are generally looking for is, is that type of positive impact. Now, the impact doesn't always need to be, uh, you know, quantifiable is probably better or, or some way of making it tangible. Um, but, you know, if you're mentoring others and, and you know, help somebody succeed in, uh, you know, getting a promotion or help somebody, uh, you know, turn around a struggling start to their career where maybe they were, you know, put on performance review or were, you know, really struggling with the early part of their career and you help stabilize them and they're still there, uh, you know, increase the tenure of somebody in a role. Um, that's Those are great stories to be able to share. So again, it's something that you've done actively to drive a positive impact, whatever that positive impact is. So the best things to do are to think about what you're passionate about uh, and to, to, you know, focus your action around that. And it can be, you know, again, anything. It can be a sports organization. It can be a spiritual organization. It can be a nonprofit or social justice or a business organization, what, whatever it is. If you're passionate about it, that's a great starting point to then thinking about what is the impact that I can have to then articulate in my essay. Right. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. And so once you've kind of gotten them through the brainstorming step and they've got their topic, right, what are some key things to think about as you're drafting and, and getting ready to write it out? 
Yeah. Um, one of the things we uh, we uh, usually work with clients on is reminding them there's no uh, there's no right way to write an essay. Uh, for some people, it may be they want to write a detailed outline, then they want to kind of craft that outline and shape it into paragraph form essay. That's fine. If that's the way you work, then do that. Uh, other people like to just iterate like crazy and, hey, I'm going to have draft one and V2 and V30 and V80. That's fine, right? It, it's if, if it helps you in the creative process, then do that. What we usually suggest is um, for most of the for the MBA programs, uh, they'll finalize their essays in uh, kind of June-ish timeframe. Um, you know, so there's no real pressure to write uh, for round one before then. Uh, but but truthfully, we've got round one clients that are uh, that are writing right now. Uh, they're writing the last year's essay questions uh, because that's part of their creative process. Um, then that works for them. Then we we encourage that. Um, aim to do the process in the way that works best for you. Because ultimately, you know, th these are your applications. This isn't somebody else's applications. These are not your coach's applications or your consultant's applications or your family's applications. Mm -hmm. These are yours. Your goal is to fit the process to, to work, do what's best for you. Right. And then anything to think about as you're editing, perhaps maybe tailoring what you're writing about to the school based on what's on their website or anything along those lines? Yeah, one of the things, uh, you know, is, is um, a lot of the schools, when they're asking an essay question, think about why are they asking? Uh, so, you know, um, you know, schools like Stanford, they really, they craft their essay questions to really get to know you. So in that case, show your vulnerability, really make sure that they understand who you are. Because as part of this process, it's not just about you, know, you trying to gain admission to the program. You also want to be testing whether this is the school that's the right fit for you. And uh, the, the, the biggest driver of success for our clients longer run is not which school they get into. It's whether the school is the right fit for them. If I think about our top 10 most successful or top 50 most successful clients ever. Um, yeah, you know, a fair portion of them went to top five schools, but an equally large portion of them went to, you know, top 10, top 15, top 20 schools because they found the school that was the right fit for them, whether it's geography, whether it's class size, et cetera, et cetera. So crafting your application, crafting your essays uh, make sure that you're honoring the questions that the schools are asking, because there's a reason that they're asking those questions. Um, that being said, don't be afraid to make sure that you are in control of the theme that you're presenting for uh, for your essays. Uh, you know, I kind of liken this. I don't want to, you know, I don't want people to uh, take the analogy too far. But you know, if you look at, you know, sometimes politicians when they're giving their stump speech, it's very clear. Even when they're asked questions from journalists, it's very clear the message that they're trying to convey. They have a theme. They have a strong mm -hmm. theme. They have stories to back that up. The essays are in a similar, you, you can think of it in roughly the same way. Obviously, you know, politicians are maybe, a, 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 it's, it's a dirty word these days, but, uh, but you want to make sure that you are in control of your theme uh, to, uh, you know, uh, put your best foot forward. Uh, so whatever makes, you know, again, the, the early diagnostics that you've done preparing for your essay writing, 
uh, make sure that that story you want to share is proactively coming through in your in your essays, regardless of uh, what the essay question. Got it. Great. Yeah, I think that's all really helpful. And I'm I'm curious if as we kind of wrap this topic up, if you have any thoughts uh, that you want to anything that we didn't cover that you want to make sure we cover, or just any kind of closing thoughts on this topic. Yeah, I, th- I think as you uh, as your listeners continue to edit their essays and, and kind of tweak things along the way, um, solicit the feedback from others. So share it with friends and family. If you're working with a coach, share it with them. Um, you know, some of this process is a little bit like a water filter where you want to make sure it's filtering through as many layers as possible so that it's as clean on the bottom as possible. Get different perspectives about uh, about your essays. The caveat with this is try and avoid doing this with it, you know, uh, uh, in the last week before deadline, uh, because in that case, if you're soliciting more opinions, there's a risk that you introduce noise to the process. And sometimes people, they get feedback and they want to incorporate all the feedback. And uh, the thing we remind people, especially at those late stages is, you know, is, is the feedback making your essays better or is it making it different? Uh, and those two, you know, there, there's a difference in those answers. Um, if it's making mm-hmm. it better and you're comfortable it's making it better, then by all means, incorporate the feedback. If it's making it different and you're getting, especially if you're getting conflicting feedback, um, that's a time to maybe take a step back and say, what is the message I want to convey? Because again, these are your applications and what you want to make sure it's conveying your message. Great. Thank you so much. This has been Jiri Snacks, hosted by Tyler from Achievable with Amit Kapoor from Spurry Consulting. And Achievable has a great online Jiri course that you can try for free at achievable.me. And be sure to use the code podcast to get 10% off if you like it.